match, man. You know the fuck that nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> With her chest hating, she the next one. She don't wanna be left out. Hit the weed, this the best. Out to my crib with her chest hating, she the next one. Hit the bucks, but you gotta have patience. Ass niggas, me and them, no relation. To my crib and catch a vibration. Another million, thanks to my nation. Love a pot here, we got good conversation. Use my GPS to type the destination. Girl to cook and bring my fucking plate in. Seen a G, baby, looking at me in amazement. We bound to go on up. Wow. She about to come back up that up She got back up Big bags and late night bong drags Good kush, that's all we have Gonna use a coke she don't know how to roll Gonna so her hair down to the flow We just fuck, now she wanna fuck me some more Make her wet, say she love my approach the back, make her feel it in the the kush, say my flavor's really potent You ain't gotta ask around, girl, you know it Tarantino, when I see her, gotta focus I'ma leave her back broken Eyes closed and nose wide open Tired of the players, now you stand for the coaches she about to come back up that up she got back up Spend a lot of money so they know my name If her hella good, she'll be glad I came Nigga act up, in this place Whistle got wings, whistle got everything to another motherfucking episode that thin line between genius and insanity podcast i am the flyest highest coolest smoothest wow oh gee heck no one more time one more time for the bitch <laughs> i am the highest highest coolest smoothest host wow oh gee looking for all the nasty bitches nasty bitch Telling these last couple weeks, man, that 
I've been feeling sick type shit, right? I've been feeling better, but I don't know where my voice went away. So with the feedback that I'm hearing right now, this shit sounds horrible. My voice went away. My fucking stamina been going away. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm fucked up, B. <laughs> I'm fucked up, man. I haven't been tested for COVID or nothing like that, man. I said this shit don't don't shake back in the next day or two. I will be getting tested. And I'll be keeping you up to date to see what's going on, man. So we're going to get these episodes coming out, you know what I'm saying, next week and the week after on time shit like that, man. Because this whole voice shit, is, this shit sound horrible. I just didn't want to, you know what I'm saying, sit out another week with y'all, man. I want to make sure I come in and pump this content out for y'all, man. So if my voice don't sound right, I apologize. <laughs> It's not the sound interface shit, man. I finally think I got that shit tweaked how I want it. Um, if not, like I told you on past episodes, man, week by week, it will be getting better and better. Um, like I said, as I keep getting in the new equipment and things like that to give you guys the content you guys truly deserve, it will take me some time to make sure I get this shit tweaked exactly how I want it to sound because I do got a vision for you guys and I want you guys to see exactly what I have in store for you guys. And by every, you know what I'm saying, every a couple of so episodes that will be new equipment added and things of that nature. We already made major improvements to the podcast platform. So we're gonna keep doing that shit each and every motherfucking week for you guys because you guys truly motherfucking deserve it. Um Mr. Larry and documents, go ahead and get right into it. Um, you know, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm an arrogant ass nigga B. <laughs> I am indeed, I, I am indeed, and I told you so ass nigga, I love to rub it in motherfuckers' faces. But I'm also a believer that just because things are true, it don't it don't need everything don't need to be said. I'm a firm believer in that. And this isn't something that I want to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm proud to talk about nothing like that. But I do have to bring it up on the podcast because I literally just talked about it and mentioned it on last week's episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I talked about on last episode about the whole blue face of Krishan Rock situation. Um, how about when do the homies step in, things of that nature. Um, obviously, I'm talking about this. <laughs> the homies didn't step in. <laughs> and I'm not trying to juggle anybody's demise or downfall, things of that nature. I don't want to juggle anybody and things of that nature. Um, but news have come out that Blueface has been arrested for attempted murder. Now, I'm not a Vlad-ass nigga, B. <laughs> That is not me. I am not a Vlad ass nigga. I didn't go do the research. I didn't go do the digging or nothing like that. But once I did, I did go on World Star Hip Hop. And it seems like I'm the only nigga who gets on World Star Hip Hop for some reason. Wow. Wait, what the fuck, my nigga? When I say World Star Hip Hop, niggas looking like I'm broke. <laughs> and they got good content, my nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you want me to do, B? <laughs> they got the news. <laughs> But I was on World Star Hip Hop before I got on the podcast and things of that nature. Just trying to, you know what I'm saying, double check to see if there's anything for me to talk about, things of that nature. And I see this video of, a, of Blueface, and this is the video of an incident that leads to him being arrested for attempted murder. And when I brought it up on last week's episode about when did the homies step in, it wasn't about, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers trying to police their homeboys or nothing like that. But it comes down to a certain point, we got to be real with the situation. And when it comes down to the situation, is that Blueface is, is what you would call the breadwinner of that, of that situation, right? And when I say the breadwinner, I'm not necessarily talking about him and Krishan Rock, per se. I'm talking about Blueface's friends, his close friends and family, the motherfuckers that lean on Blueface to support them financially. That's, who the, that's the people I'm talking about. When do those people step in? Because it comes to a certain point in time, we have to identify the rapid decline of Blueface's rap career. Blueface ain't a nigga that been out for 10 years. Blueface literally been out for, what, three years? Blueface been out four years, tops, B. I'm not giving Blueface four or five years pre-pandemic. If Blueface came out pre-pandemic, he came out a year or two pre-pandemic. Blueface weren't a nigga that been popping for six years by now. That ain't Blueface. And if that is Blueface, my bad, Blueface. I got Wow. <laughs> Send shots my way. <laughs> Like, I got you fucked up. I'm shitting on your name, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a nigga that thought Blueface been out for six, seven years by now. So in my mind, Blueface has had a rapid decline, my nigga, uh, as a rap career. Now, you see he got the whole side thing going now. We see he have uh, TV shows and things of that nature. But as, as news has been announced, that he got a TV show coming out with Sean Rock. He's being arrested for attempted murder. And when you see the video footage uh, of the incident that came out, but uh, was leading to this, his arrest, it brings so many questions. So many motherfucking questions. And like I said, we, we passed the point to where we moved the, you know, the homies ain't stepping in. 
But it comes to a certain point in time where a nigga don't got his affairs in order. You have to identify that. Because I'm, I'm a regular Joe Schmo-ass nigga, B. <laughs> let, me, let me keep it a buck with you. I'm a regular Joe Schmo-ass nigga, B. I'm a nigga sitting in his apartment right now talking to the folks. I'm podcasting, looking at my dog on the patio, playing with her motherfucking toys, B. I'm a simple, everyday nigga, B. I ain't got no, I ain't got a million dollars, B. That ain't me. Because I'm thinking for any rapper, entertainer, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 athlete, any motherfucking body who got a bag and they got their affairs in order. Just for you rappers who don't want to be quote unquote, you know what I'm saying, weak ass, soft ass, snitch ass niggas, you don't want security around. Instead of having security around, now, why not have your homeboy who's licensed to care? If you want to keep up the image. But if I'm thinking of a nigga who has affairs in order, there would never be a reason. So why there would be a video of there's an alleged video or alleged incident taking place of where that nigga shooting outside of a Vegas nightclub. That wouldn't take place if a nigga affairs was in order. That wouldn't take place if niggas had talked to him. If he had niggas who stepped in and said, yo, my nigga, what's going on? You're fucking up. Because niggas don't like, niggas didn't identify that nigga's the breadwinner. That nigga's the nigga that can change niggas' lives. Instead of niggas working their fucking warehouses, they can be fucking security detail for a fucking famous rapper. Instead of motherfuckers eating fucking fucking uh what's the what's the fucking little hot dogs? Them fucking the, 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 what the fuck is them hot dogs, man? I can't I, I can't even think about them. Them little fucking little wieners and shit. The motherfuckers eat them little wieners and shit instead of eating fucking Ruth Chris or some shit like that. Now niggas eating niggas eating lives because they sitting with Blueface and he got a fucking. A hundred thousand dollar chain on his neck. Niggas was taking that shit for granted. Instead of niggas identifying, letting them know, pull him to the side, and he fucking up. Because nigga, you, I told you, this nigga gonna end three ways, bro. Nigga gonna be dead in jail or broke as a motherfucker. I said that a week ago, my nigga. I'm not a nigga that's trying to, you know, what I'm saying, get props for being right. I don't want to be right about niggas' demise. I don't want to be right about this shit, but I am a nigga who call it how I see it. I can't sit back and watch a nigga whole life go blow up in our face when we see this nigga on top of the world, and then with the five years, this shit going down like this. You ain't seen nothing good in the news about Blueface, my nigga. Wow. You ain't seen, you ain't seen the news about Blueface in the motherfucking me hood passing out turkeys and no shit like that. <laughs> Everything you seen in the news about motherfucking me Blueface about Blueface Fucking uh, fighting for Sean. <laughs> hands on her dad. <laughs> she put hands on him. <laughs> fighting his mom. <laughs> fighting his that's all you motherfucking see. You don't see shit good about Blueface. So that's why I say, when do niggas step in? Ain't no stepping in now. Now, obviously, I, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, this shit work out for a nigga in the best way it can. I don't wish jail on no motherfucking me body. But Blueface shouldn't be having a motherfucking new show coming out within the next couple of weeks, but then be getting arrested for attempted murder. Blueface shouldn't be having a show coming out, and they got motherfucking undercover cops patrolling him and shit. This ain't about no crip shit. This ain't about him being the big famous crip. This ain't about that. This is about attempted murder. <laughs> this ain't about no little kid shit. This ain't about no sweeper and rug shit. But that's why I say it blinds me, bro. You know, this is some crazy shit. And it's not necessarily about this blue face nigga no more, man. Free blue face, hopefully blue face and beat this shit. I actually fuck with blue face. If a nigga did this shit, he deserved this shit, then hey, man, I, I wash my hands of a nigga. But I always say it is what it is, and I don't wish no jail time on nobody. I did a, day, a night in that shit, and I turned pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm pussy, my boy. So I don't wish jail on no motherfucking body. But I will say this. You know, growing up, I took this shit for granted. Because I never truly understood how many niggas didn't have OGs. And when I say OGs, bro, I'm not talking about the nigga in the hood that's three years old and you. That nigga flunked a couple years, so now he hanging with the little niggas. He's 16 hanging with the 13 year olds. So now that's your OG. Now I ain't talking about that nigga. I ain't talking about the nigga in the hood you hooping with. I ain't talking about the nigga in the hood, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 that you playing moss with. Nah, fuck that. I'm talking about the motherfucking me, the older brothers, 
the older cousins, the uncles, the motherfucking annoying ass grandpas and shit. That's always trying to kick game to you. I'm talking about them niggas. You know, I had a grandpa, man. Rest in peace, my grandpa Hillary, man. You know, he was one that always was talking that college shit, right? <clears throat> like I'm talking every time you saw him, like every time he saw, he saw you, he was talking about college, 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 college. And the first time, you know, you know how that shit go. The first time you see your grandpa, you tell that college shit, all right, grandpa, give me a few outs. Second time, all right, grandpa, I heard you. Third time, yeah, grandpa, I heard you, man. College, 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 I heard you. I'm going to go to Harvard. Lying like a motherfucker. I ain't going to fucking Harvard, nigga. Didn't even look at Harvard. <laughs> New way, I knew for a fact if I applied to Harvard, they would use my fucking application for rolling paper or some shit like that. I ain't going to fucking Harvard, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, honestly, as from it goes from the fourth time he talked about it to the hundredth and two hundred time, it started to get annoying. You don't even want to talk to grandpa on the phone because you know you're gonna talk about college. Every time you see grandpa walking got down the motherfucking hall towards you, he's like, take on this college shit. And very well, it was that college shit. But little did you know that growing up, you that was embedded into your head. So when it came time for me to go to college, I didn't even double think about it. Nigga, I just filled all the applications. Nigga, I just went to college. Nigga, I just graduated from college. Because it was always in my head. It didn't matter who the fuck my grandpa was talking to. He was talking to me, my mama, my auntie, my uncles, my grandma. It didn't matter who you was. He was in, he was putting on some shit. He was putting on some shit that can bury your motherfucking life. He was trying to steer motherfuckers in the right direction at all times. So that's what I say. Who's motherfuckers OGs? Not the niggas that's your same age in these streets with you. They gonna fuck up right alongside you. Where's the motherfuckers that's actually guiding these motherfuckers? And when I sit down and I finally realize at 27 years old that I was actually lucky to have this shit and that a lot of these niggas truly didn't have this shit, that's when I understand the dumb decision these niggas make. Because I, as a nigga who, 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 who had motherfuckers in their life, and I didn't have it all at all in my life, this shit came later on in life. So I was able to grasp it and understand it a little, a little bit better to when it actually did come in my life because I was a little bit older. I had already been through some shit. I had already been through my motherfucking me pops dying. I had already been through nigga having to be the man in the house at fucking five or six years old. Obviously, I wasn't the man in the house, but nigga, I'm the only dick swinging in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... I had already been through some life changing shit by the time motherfuckers actually came in my life and was starting to give me game. And I was all I was searching for that shit. So I had grasped onto that shit a little bit different than the motherfucker who, you know what I'm saying, had that shit from grandpa all since they was a child. I didn't have that shit. I didn't have grandpa from day motherfucking one, uncles and shit from day motherfucking one. I ain't had that shit. But when I sit back now and I identify, I actually eventually got that shit and I see the decision that I made in life and I compare it to these niggas that didn't have that shit it's, it's fucking night and day my nigga but I, I, I can never understand how a nigga can be a fucking famous rapper and nigga who got his affairs in order is a nigga that's outside nightclub shoot what the fuck is whack 100 then where's management then what is all that shit coming handy then you know what I'm saying like, it just, it's just I don't get it, man. Like, when do niggas step in? When do niggas real homies step in? Where is niggas OGs at? Because this nigga is a bread one. This nigga was a generational wealth-ass nigga. I don't give a fuck how he spent this money. I know in the moment, before the money came in, when a nigga was signed that contract, assuming everything was in order, when a nigga signs that contract, a nigga's assuming to have generational wealth. You think a nigga that's going to a league is thinking he's going to be broke in the next couple years? He won't if he get his affairs in order. But we hear this story every motherfucking time. Niggas be broke as fuck after they get these big ass bags because they was living reckless, living wild as fuck. And they regret the shit. Then they sit back and think they had nobody to fucking toss them. And even if they did, they didn't fucking listen. But the motherfuckers who get through it, the person the person that keep trying to get them to see the fuck they doing is wrong. You gotta have some real niggas in your corner, but you, you truly motherfucking do. Real motherfucking talk. Um, but moving on, man. <laughs> moving the fuck on. You know, I want to get to something else I talked about on uh, past episodes, man. We got to get into this Tom Brady shit. You know, news came out. Um, or a screenshot came out. 
Tom Brady's text message. And it's crazy because I've always talked about this whole Tom Brady, Antonio Brown situation in past episodes. Talked about last week how perception is everything. Who's going to help Antonio Brown now type shit. You've seen everything Tom Brady did for him. You see what, Tom, what Antonio Brown did in the aftermath of Tom Brady and Giselle's divorce and things of that nature. Posting his wife. You know what I'm saying? Saying a little smart shit on social media. All types of silly, stupid shit, in my opinion. A screenshot came out of Tom Brady sent this long ass text message to Antonio Brown. Let's just see that election. I don't know if this was like actually the real text message, but that's the report that it was a real text message that Tom Brady sent to Antonio Brown. Now it's kind of wild that I seen this text message like literally two or three minutes after I was on World Star once again, and it was a video post of Antonio Brown fucking some bitch in the bed. <laughs> I was like, also, oh, this one made Tom Brady say, yo, my nigga, you wildin' B. <laughs> Tom, Brady, Tom Brady said, Antonio Brown, fucking the bitch. He was like, nigga, you trippin'. <laughs> he didn't say shit when Antonio Brown was putting that shit on. <laughs> he didn't say shit when Antonio Brown was posting to Giselle. But he said some shit when Antonio Brown was fucking some bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like some hey man shit to me. <laughs> but, but in the text message, it sounded like a, 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 a disappointed friend. It sounded like a nigga that did a lot for somebody that now feel betrayed. It sounded like a motherfucker who, you know what I'm saying, who has some authority. It sounded like a disappointed father for some real shit, to be honest with you. Or disappointed big brother or something. That's that was the tone of the message. And as I got on the screen, is it all cap? It says Tom Brady sends heartfelt text to A B. Cap. But question mark, because I'm all for, you know what I'm saying, reaching out to somebody, like I just mentioned with the blue face situation. When you see somebody going down bad, I'm all for a motherfucker reaching out. I'm all for a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, trying to lend help. I'm all for it. When you see a homeless person on the side of the road, I'm all for giving that nigga a few dollars. But you know what I'm not for? Give that nigga a few dollars and that video's been recorded and that's on your social media. I don't, I'm not a big believer in, in the public knowing your generosity. I'm not. Because a lot of times I don't think that shit is genuine. You know what I mean? Because now that I see Antonio Brown, or I see this message to Antonio Brown being posted, it makes me think now. It makes me think, okay, why is it, why am I seeing this? Why do I know what Tom Brady said to Antonio Brown through text? Not through public, not, you know, so not on Instagram, social media, nothing like that. Why do I know what Tom Brady sent Antonio Brown via text? It makes me think now. Because now I don't think it's genuine. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, you know what I'm saying, niggas want the best of it. I don't think he wants the best for Antonio Brown now. That's just where my mind goes when I see this text message being sent. I got to think about publicity now. I got to think about publicity now. I got to think about good publicity now. What's been going on with Tom Brady, my nigga? Them niggas been getting their ass smacked. They been getting their ass tapped all on the floor. Akon, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they been getting their ass shot the fuck <laughs> Eat balls, eating that secondary the fuck up. Tom Brady ain't putting no points on the board. News come out, divorce is finally settled and shit like that. They come back, have that win against uh, who the fuck, man? It don't even matter. They had that win where he he, he hugging Byron left foot and shit on the sideline. Then they come back out and they and they win next game. Shit is kind of flowing for the Buccaneers now. Now all of a sudden you send this heartfelt text message to Antonio Brown. Now. Not when he was talking about your wife. Wow. Not when he was commenting and talking shit about you. Wow. But you now you want to talk about Antonio Brown after you see a video of him fucking a woman? Wow. My nigga, I don't know what universe you in, Tom Brady. <laughs> but you should have said some shit when he was talking about fucking Giselle. <laughs> you should have said some shit when he was selling shirts ahead of Giselle hugging at the Super Bowl. After news came out, y'all was getting divorced. You kind of like six, seven, eight, nine, ten months too late type shit. <laughs> if I say so myself type shit. 
But it's like, why do we know this? Because now I have to think about these things, Tom, ready? I have to think that you're doing this for publicity. Because why is there a screenshot of your text? That text wasn't even sent through yet. That wasn't no bubble. Nigga, that was in the fucking, that was before you hit send. You were still making revisions to that motherfucker. Why is this in the public? Don't sit here and tell me Antonio Brown leaked this. It wasn't in the bubble, my nigga. It wasn't a sent message. The simple fact that that's now in the public eye, now, after y'all finally trying to get some steam and shit, call me a motherfucker conspiracy theorist if you want. Call me young Kyrie in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> call me what you want. <laughs> but I got to put these things together when I see type, when this, when I see this type of shit happen, bro. Because I don't think shit like this is genuine. I don't think this shit was, you know what I'm saying, from, from the bottom of his heart type shit. I think this shit is almost as fake as that goddamn commercial he got with Morgan Freeman where he telling the black kid, you you should probably be a next Tom Brady. Get the fuck, shut the fuck up, Tom Brady. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I didn't think that shit was genuine either, nigga. Why I'm at it. <laughs> but also real shit, I just don't I just don't understand. Why we have this, why we have this information now. Like I said on past episodes, bro, and that we in a dead age where we know everything. But like I feel like that was some some private shit. If you really had something to say to Antonio Brown and talking about how now he's hanging around the people that's leading him down the wrong path, how when you first met him, um, when you when you met him, he had to, he was a, a humble young kid who wanted to be great, things of that nature, how he, he wanted to be on the right path, things like that. If you if you saying all this shit from the bottom of your heart, my nigga, that's some shit you could sell on the phone with that nigga. If you can fly out to fucking Robert Kraft's, you know what I'm saying, fly out to Robert Kraft's fucking wedding and get on the PJ and fly to the game the next morning, you can fly to Antonio Brown crib. If he ain't in the studio putting that shit on, you can go put that shit on Tom Brady. <laughs> you could have did that, bro. You could have did that, bro. But it's just like, I don't, I don't think that me knowing that you felt like this when you said this to Antonio Brown makes what you said, Gene. I don't think it come, it's coming across the way you intended. Maybe you intended for everybody to just be like, oh, Tom Brady's just a good guy. And he's still reaching out to Antonio Brown to help him after he did all this, this, this you know, bro code shit. Nah, bro, I'm not that motherfucking go, bro. I ain't, I ain't skip Bellis, my nigga. <laughs> Real talk. <clears throat> um, but moving on, man. Fuck, man. I'm a fucking throat hurt. You know, I want to get to Jeff Bezos, man. News came out that Jeff Bezos had has intentions to give majority of his worth, you know, majority of his fucking his money to charity. Wow. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> You know, Jeff Bezos got a lot of fucking money. We talking about the richest nigga in the world. That's cool. To be the richest nigga in the world, that means you work hard as fuck, right? Like that's just, that's just kind of the bullshit. You know, you don't become the richest man in the world off like some luck shit. You don't win the lottery <laughs> and become the luckiest, the richest nigga in the world. That don't happen. You don't play basketball. And become the richest nigga in the world. Like you gotta work hard. I'm pretty sure some physics, you know what I'm saying? Some algorithms, you know what I'm saying? Some science equations in that bitch. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. To become the richest nigga in the world, somewhere, some way, somehow. It was some physics and equations and you know what I'm saying, letters and shit involved in that shit. I don't give a fuck what the fuck it is. You worked hard, nigga. For Jeff Bezos to do this, it made me question myself. Dude. It really did. Because you got to put yourself in a nigga's shoes, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you really got to put yourself in a nigga's shoes when they the richest nigga in the world and they tell them they're going to give their money to charity. It's like, damn, would I do that? Like, would, I, what, 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 would I give niggas my money? Me? Me? Like, me personally, I mean, I would give my money to some strippers. Nasty bitch. If I was the richest nigga in the world, it's strippers living in my house. <laughs> like, that's the type of nigga I would be. I wouldn't give my money to charity, fam. 
I'm gonna be a, now where I donate, where I be a generous donator yearly, of course. Absolutely. But if you fucking think if I become the richest nigga in the world, I'm fit, I'ma be the one. Me, OG, hatch to be the one to end world hunger, you fucking crazy. You out your rabbit ass mind, you stupid ass nigga. You you got me all types of fucked up. Let me make this very clear. I will not. I repeat, I will not be the nigga to end world hunger if I become the richest nigga in the world. Jeff Bezos, you're a better man than me, nigga. Wow. Let me tell you something. I didn't work my ass off to make sure every motherfucking homeless person had a fucking whopper. You got me fucked up, nigga. You niggas been home. Hey, niggas been homeless and been in poverty forever now. You niggas can last another fucking lifetime. You got me fucked up, B. <laughs> call me what you want. You ain't gonna call me broke no more. What the fuck? Look, Jeff Bezos, do what you do. Give me some of the loot. Do what you fucking do. I'm poverty, nigga. Look at me. <laughs> if Jeff Bezos, if he's so motherfucking generous, B, real talk, let's cut all, all the jokes aside. All the jokes aside. How much money Jeff Bezos got? Let me see if I can look this up. Let me see if I can look this up while I'm live, man. Let me see this. Jeff Bezos. Let me see. Jeff Bezos Network. Let me see this shit. Let me see, man. $121.8 billion. That's a lot of fucking loot, Jeff Bezos net worth is $121 billion. If Jeff Bezos is feeling so goddamn generous, why don't he give us our reparations? For real. If we, if we feel, if he feeling so motherfucking generous, before we get the charity, nigga, before we just dump all that money, some tax return slips and shit, fuck all that. Why don't you pay niggas reparations? Nigga, I want a Benz too. Nigga, I want a Lambo truck. I want all that shit. I want two chains. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I, want, I want all that shit. I want all that shit, nigga. I want a robot. I want a robot dog in the, from the commercials, nigga. I want all that shit, nigga. Give it to me. I want my mule. I want my acres. I want all that shit, nigga. I'm out here in Arizona. Yeah, give me some acres in this bitch, nigga. I'll be balling. Nigga, get, come on. Come on, Jeffrey. Mr. Bezos. Fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. Come come donate to the OG Hash Cherry. The OG Hash Foundation, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Come donate to that motherfucking charity, man. I be damn, man. Like I said, niggas, niggas every day prove they they they, they, they surprise me, b. Every day, man. Every day, niggas surprise me. They make me question my motherfucking me, my my my, my uh, you know, it's my morals and shit like that. Cause I always thought, you know, so yeah, when I got a lot of money. I help motherfuckers out. I, I never have a problem helping a nigga out. Help a nigga out. Why not? But if you think I'm finna work my ass off my whole life to become the richest man in the world <laughs> and to turn around and get that shit to charity? Nigga, not even on my dying day. Like, not even on my deathbed when I do some shit like that. That's probably why I ain't been blessed yet. <laughs> That's probably why I ain't been blessed yet, man. I can't do nothing but keep it real with y'all, man. I can't do nothing but I can't even fake like I do some shit like that. Like, a motherfucker came here and told me a lie and said, hey, I do that shit and shit just fall in my lap. I would, I'd be sweating hard in the motherfucker. I can't even fix my mouth to say I give away all my money. I feel bad giving motherfucker $20 right now. Nigga, I, I can put that on the game on the parlay, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you talking about. You want me to give $121 billion to make sure every little motherfucker on the corner got a whopper? Man. <laughs> Hey man, get the fuck out of my face before you catch a high one. That nigga better man than me, man. Real motherfucking talk, B. Real talk. Um, but moving on, man. Let's go ahead and get to to to, to the. Is he finna? Let's get to the next the next presidential candidate. Old boy, say he spending the block, B. Everybody watching on, on, on OGS TV. Uh, as you said, I got Trump's man the block. People watching on listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, all that good shit. Topic is Trump spending the block, man. News came out. Trump has 
file um, forms to re-answer for 2024 presidential race. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I gotta be honest with you. Now, news has come out that right now, President uh, President Trump is. Um, I think he's under investigation right now, type shit. To be honest with you, on some criminal shit. But it's weird. I gotta be honest. We in weird times. We in weird fucking times. When a nigga ran the first time, I said he was gonna win. I knew for a fact he was gonna win. Like I, I knew for a fact he was gonna win the moment it was announced. They just gave a nigga eight years. Come on, man. They can't let niggas know just how goofy it is to be a president. So I wasn't surprised the first time. Second time around, though, we got to be honest. We got to be honest about this shit. Niggas ain't been happy with Biden. This ain't a, this ain't a political podcast. So I'm not going to stay on this that much longer. This ain't a political podcast, my nigga. But I will say, niggas, been, niggas ain't been happy with Biden. Be. Nobody. Not even white people. White people ain't even happy with Biden. Niggas ain't, ain't nobody been happy with Biden. Anybody that voted for Biden is not happy with Biden. I honestly thought by this time Kamala Harris would have been running shit by now. No. <laughs> We've been bamboozled type shit. I'm not saying I'm voting for Trump, but I wouldn't be surprised if dude won again. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I truly wouldn't be surprised. It needs to be somebody else that run this, that run for the presidential election that not, it gotta be The Rock. <laughs> I feel like The Rock is the only nigga that can really defeat Trump. <laughs> the Rock gotta go ahead and come out, of, come out of and announce that he's running for president, bro, because right now, that Trump shit don't look that far-fetched. That Trump shit make niggas looking like, eh, why not type shit? Yeah, he, niggas is not happy with Biden, bro. This nigga Biden need to cut the check. He need to pay niggas right now type shit to win niggas back old. You need to get into Christmas is coming too. Come on, man. It's a lot of niggas when you got that PS5 still be. <laughs> it's a lot of niggas who still want that PS5, my nigga. You gotta make some shit happen. All that debt, that student debt shit. A nigga like me, I appreciate that. But three out of three out of seven niggas don't give a fuck about that right now. They want some, they want they trying to get another bag, nigga. You better come on, man, because right now you looking a little shaky in the light, my boy. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> but Trump's staring the block, man. And it's gonna be interesting to see where motherfuckers go once the, once the news come out about this shit. Real talk. When, uh, when it's time to vote, it's gonna be real interesting to see where them votes are swam, bro. Real talk. Um, moving on, man. Let's get to, to some real talk real fast, man. Real serious. Um, before we wrap this podcast up. You know, as I was scrolling through, you know, as I was gathering information about what to do on the podcast, I came across this story. Uh, about a Shankwala Robinson. I want to say rest in peace to Shankwala Robinson. Uh, it's a very sad situation, very sad story. Um, news come out about a family wanting to seek help, um, seek information about their dead daughter. Um, Shankwala, who were on a trip with her friends in Cabo, Mexico, never came back. Friends came back, she never came back. Her body was later discovered. Uh, autopsy was revealed. She had a broken neck um, and back spasms and shit um, from the fight. Video came out of her in a fight with one of her friends on the trip. Um, I seen the video, as I told you on past episodes, man, I'm not one of those people who who's into seeing videos of violence and things of that nature. If I want to see violence, I just watch UFC. If I don't want to see violence from fucking regular pedestrians, or motherfuckers just walking the streets, motherfuckers just, you know, just some regular Joe Schmo-ass people. I don't want to see that. But I did see this video, um, unfortunately. Um, the video is, the friend is, Beating the hell out of Shankwala. Let's just call it what it is. Shankwala not fighting back. You got motherfuckers recording the video saying, damn, girl, fight back at least. So obviously it's letting you know that there's other people in the room who's watching this girl literally just get beat on by someone who appears to be a little bit bigger than her as well. No, we don't know any details of why the fight took place. To me, it's not even important. We know that the girl didn't end up back home with her family. We know the girl didn't leave Mexico alive. And the family saying they got news and information, but the story they got ain't making sense. It's so right now it's up in the air about what happened to Shankwella. You know, the real reason why I bring up on the podcast is because yes, a young woman just lost her life, and there's information that's being withheld from people that's supposed to be near and dear to her, even if they didn't have nothing to do with it. You would think of nigga, if you if I go out of the country with a motherfucker and something happens to say a person and I, and I ain't had shit to do with it, I'm telling motherfuckers what happened, B. 
I don't give a fuck. Motherfuckers can throw that snitching shit I don't give a fuck. Nigga, me and you, if I go out of the country with a chick, it's the same thing I said about old boy that killed this girl and went on that fucking cross country, you know what I'm saying, fucking, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, road trip. And he came back and she didn't. If a motherfucker, if I go out of the country, motherfucker, I'm on a trip with you, and something happens to you, I'm letting motherfuckers know what happened to you. Because I know I'm not doing nothing wild. If you get body, I'm letting your family know exactly what happened. Gory details and all. Nigga, she got attacked by a bear. It was all types of shit. Wow. I pulled out the gun. The bear kept coming. I shot a fist. The bear kept coming. I ran. She didn't. But I had a gun still. I shot again. Next thing I know, Biddles, nigga. It's and bits. Chicken and gravy. Your daughter's dead now. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to let you know what happened. I'm not going to come back and not say shit because that implies that, that infers that I did something. And for a family, for their daughter to go to a trip to Mexico, out of the country, it has to be every fucking parent's worst dream. To let your daughter, even though the girl is 25 years old, to know that your daughter or your child has went out of the country on a trip and they didn't make it back. There's nothing good you're thinking happen. You're not thinking they just landed a good job. You're not thinking they just met the love of their life. You're not thinking they just won a lot. You're thinking they just, you're thinking they did automatically. You're thinking they stranded, they got kidnapped on some hostile shit. That's what you're thinking when they, your child leaves the country abroad. That's what you're thinking. So for them not to have the, the true facts about what happened to their daughter, I can only feel for them. I can only say rest in peace to Shankola Robinson. I hope that the truth actually comes out. I hope that whoever did this to her is fucking under the jail cell, dead by, by a needle, whatever the fuck has to happen. Because for them not to say nothing will happen to this girl, if her body to be discovered with a broken neck and shit, nah. <laughs> like, nah, man, it's a foul play. I ain't a doctor, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't a detective. I ain't Batman, my nigga. I ain't, I ain't none of that. I am OG Hatch, a.k.a. Mr. Gear Girl, gold medal. Nasty bitch. That's who I is. But I ain't a motherfucker. I don't need to be a fucking detective or Batman. No, identify some foul play when a motherfucker goes missing and their body is discovered with a broken neck. I don't need to go to Harlem for that. <laughs> I don't, be. I watched another Law & Order SVU for that one, my boy. <laughs> Real motherfucking me talk. So I, I just want to say rest in peace to Shankola Robson. Hopefully, we uh, new information can come out pretty soon. Update you guys with that information so we can uh, make sure she gets justice, bro. Because that's a sad situation. It's a sad, tragic situation, bro. That's truly a tragic situation. But to go uh, out of the country with a group of friends and you not make it back, that's a sad situation, bro. We really need to find out what happened to that young woman so we can get her family some justice, man. Rest in peace, Shane Carl Robinson. All the friends of the show, we send our condolences and prayers to your family. Real talk. Um, I do want to move on before we wrap the podcast up, man. I feel like my equipment is dying. I'm not going to lie. Um, we got to get to Pop Smoke. It was revealed Pop Smoke's last words. Uh, I want to play this for you guys. Let's see if I can get this to go. Let me see. Can I be handsome? Beautiful. What happened when you guys got back to the house? A pop said uh, he was going to upstairs. I was sitting on the bed and I started to take off my clothes. And um, he said, okay, I will come back. And he was going to the school. And so this was his last words. Uh, and this moment, it was like a couple of seconds. And I hear the noise. The guy was in the mask. And his gun was like, look at me, you know? His eyes made me so scared. They ran through the restroom for skin. What? That's a, um, a sound clip from the, uh, the show with Van Lathan. Uh, I, believe it's, I believe that's that 50 Cent shit. I'm not sure, bro. But it's, uh, it's a Van Lathan. That's a uh, Van Lathan was talking to the young woman who was with Pop Smoke and that he was murdered. Um, you know, I brought this on the podcast because I felt the way about that. It's like I don't know why I've been trying. I've been trying to feel put myself in other people's shoes, man. Like I'm trying to feel like what well, if I was Pop Smoke's brother, if I was Pop Smoke's 
pops, cousin, you know what I'm saying? Mom, grandma, if I was them, how would I feel about this? Like, I get, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers want to dig deep into the story, bringing all the facts to life and shit like that. But as a motherfucker who listened to a few Pop Smoke songs, who, who called himself a casual fan, I don't want to know his last words, bro. I don't. And that's not good content to me, bro. It's just not. I get, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of Pop Smoke fans or people who just answer the death and, and sh- death and shit like that. You're going to go run to that and click on that. That's not me, bro. So I get everything's not for everybody, but I'm trying to put myself in other people's shoes. I'm trying to think about what the hell would Pop family really think about this? The whole world knowing his, his final words from a young woman he was about to crack. Let's call it what it is. She just said she went up in the room. She she fin- she taking her clothes off. She finna get nailed to the motherfucking wall like a motherfucking like a pair of pain. I don't want to know his final words from her, bro. It ain't got nothing to do with her skin color, her broken English. She ain't got nothing to do with that. It has to do with, that's that man's final words, bro. That's his final words. That's his final words, bro. They already know what his final, his final pictures and postings was on social media. We already know how this shit took place. I don't want to know his final words, especially from her. Can, 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 can you give his family that? And maybe I'm a nigga who reaching, bro. Like every time I feel like I'm talking about shit like this, I feel like I'm the nigga that's reaching. But it's just like your fam. I wouldn't want to hear that about nobody in my family. I would hate to be knowing that my family just died and I opened up social media and it's in quotations. He said this. His final words was, go get the weed. His final words was, ooh, I'll go get the chicken. I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. If you're going to say that motherfucker's final words, tell me his final words was also Nobel Peace Prize type shit. Like, hype that shit the fuck up, B. You going to tell me? Lie. Make that shit go up, nigga. He was also, we need to bring all sides together. It don't matter if you black, white, pink, brown, or aquilinium. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter, nigga. Just come together as one. Also, Martin the King shit. If you're going to do that, do that then. Don't fucking give me his final words from a fucking flu gaze, a floozy man. Don't do that. Now, don't don't disrespect that man and his family like that. Come on, Van Lathan. You're the same nigga that went off on Kanye West, bro. Come on. You don't need to hit that bad, B. Come on, man. We got to do better. We got to do better as content creators, man. We, we truly motherfucking do, man. Real talk. Because... I'm, I'm not even changing shit on the screen. I'm all into the camera. <laughs> but for those to be his last words and for that shit to be revealed, that is some shit that we didn't need, we didn't need to hear. Not from Van Lathan, not from her, not from anybody. That's, that could have been some shit that was related to his family, and that could have been some shit that, you know what I'm saying, could have went on. That could have been the police reports, and that's it. That ain't something that need, that need to be broadcasting on some type of TV show to get some clicks, man. It, it truly motherfucking don't. But... I digress, man. I'm a nigga that's looking for a hit. That's a nigga who got multiple hits. So what the fuck do I know, man? Um, but I think that's it, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's a very short episode. I didn't restart. I didn't try to record this motherfucker at least three, four different times before we actually got this one out. Motherfucking voice, all types of shit. I didn't press the wrong button and stop recordings. All types of motherfucking shit, man. <laughs> I am happy. It was a good episode, if I do say so myself. Episode 106, that thin line between Genius and setting, hosted by your boy. Oh, Jimmy. Wow. Gosh, man, what the fuck it is, man. We talk about Blueface being arrested, arrested again, free Blueface, and free motherfucking Blueface, man. Hey, just free Blueface, man, real talk. Talk about Tom Brady, and the test Antonio Brown. Talk about Jeff Bezos trying to end world hunger type shit. Talk about Trump trying to spin the block. Talk about Shanquella Robson. Once again, rest in peace, Shanquella Robson. Hopefully, we get just for Shanquella Robson. And we can get them fake-ass friends out the motherfucking me way. Talk about the Pasmo situation. Yeah, man. That's all I got for you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to my equipment and dying. And I don't want this fucking uh, this, this audio recording to get lost in the motherfucking sauce, man. We're going to go ahead and wrap the podcast up right there. Episode 106, man. You know... Before I get you guys up on here, I want to leave you guys with the wise words from Yonka to the Kumpo, man. You know, it's one thing about this shit in life, man. You got to stay humble, man. No matter what the fuck you got, man, you got to stay humble. I told you, you got to appreciate the small things 
You gotta appreciate the small things to learn how to appreciate the big things, man. If you don't appreciate the small things, you will never truly appreciate the big things that come in life. You'll never value them the way you, you'll never value those things the way you're supposed to, man. So I want to end the podcast off with a few wise words from Yas Kumpo and Greek Freak, baby. Can I be handsome, beautiful kids, beautiful wife, great family, great teammate, great coaching staff, handsome, athletic. I cannot have everything in life. I cannot make threes, too. God had to keep me humble. God said, basically, cannot make threes. Can't shoot. Stay humble, my God. Dominated the paint, rebound, dugging on people, you're stepping. I had to stay humble somehow. Run that shit back. Can I be handsome, beautiful kids, beautiful wife, great family, great teammate, great coaching staff, handsome, athletic. I cannot have everything in life. I cannot make threes, too. God had to keep me humble. God said, basically, cannot make threes. Yeah, stay humble, my nigga. We out this month with my hot shot this week, man. Peace. <laughs> man. God damn, man. That nigga Jeff Bezos a wild boy. That nigga say he went to end world hunger. I wish I would. For every nigga that have a whopper. Whopper? Give y'all my money? Sharp, stay sane. Now, how I try next week, man. We out this motherfucker. You dig me? Down the Marco.